If your restaurant has slow bathroom drains and grease blockages, call Superior Plumbing and Pipelining. Superior Plumbing and Pipelining's high-pressure sewer jetting and camera inspection of the drains will assure your peace of mind at your restaurant. Request a free estimate at superiorplumbingjacks.com. 810 on Jacksonville's Morning News. If you have watched any of the Coronavirus Task Force updates, you've likely seen Admiral uh, Brett Jirwa standing in the background at times, standing front and center multiple times talking about diagnostic testing efforts. He's coordinating the COVID-19 diagnostic testing efforts. HHS Office of the Secretary, Assistant Secretary for Health, joins us on Jacksonville's Morning News. And as we saw 10,000 plus new cases just in Florida yesterday, is the rise to directly related to an increase in testing, Admiral? Well, it's good to be here with you. So uh, undoubtedly, if you test more people, you're going to find more cases. But we really do believe this reflects new cases that are being transmitted primarily among young people and primarily asymptomatic. So this is real. It's important. It's serious. And I want to emphasize what your mayor said just a minute ago. Uh, government can't stop this. It's up to all of us acting individually and responsible. We can all stop it. COVID can stop with us. And one of the ways that it can stop the message that we've heard, and in some communities in our area, we've seen the effort taken where a a mandate or at least a a stronger suggestion of wearing masks is so critical. Is that a general step in uh, of one of many? And why has it become such a political thing? You know, I don't know why it's become a political thing, because the public health and the science is it's really straightforward. Uh, wearing a mask is one of the best things you can do to protect other people. Number one, avoid crowds and physically distance. You don't have to socially distance. We've got FaceTime, Facebook. You can talk to people outside. Don't socially distance, but physically distance. Second, if you can't physically distance, wear a mask. Um, that's one of the most important things you can do. And of course, good hand hygiene. That's the way we beat this. Um, If you throw care to the wind, assemble in crowds over July 4th, you're going to be in a world of hurt. And that is so bad because Florida has done such an excellent job otherwise testing all your nursing homes, really being aggressive, doing a lot of novel things. So we're really relying on everyone, especially the young people. I'm 59, not young anymore. 35 and below is where it's happening. Got to stop it there. Yeah, Dr. Burks uh, yesterday actually was encouraging everyone in Florida under the age of 40 to get a test. What is the value of the data that comes from people who are under 40 in Florida getting tested today and over the next several weeks? Well, um, the the dynamics of the outbreak have really changed. Um, We are seeing uh, the same sort of average age of people getting tested but more and more the positives are in the under 35s or under 40s. And we know that those uh, individuals are generally asymptomatic, right? They may only have a mild symptom or be completely asymptomatic, so they can inadvertently spread it to other people. Um, That's why we're helping Florida, uh, particularly over the next week, to really increase the amount of testing. We're working with your state officials to do that in a few areas, and we should be able to announce that next week, to really surge testing to make sure those who may be asymptomatic and spreading it unbeknowingly to other people, particularly the vulnerable, the aged, but young people could be vulnerable too, you know, and we don't want that to happen. You don't want that to happen. So we're going to help Florida surge their testing to try to get these uh, young people who may be positive uh, sort of off the streets uh, in, in isolation so they don't spread it. Admiral, is that surge both in the, the COVID-19 test and also the antibody? Or are you surging that too? And is there value in having both? There is value in having both, but the most important is is the viral test, because having an antibody means that you've had the infection, and we don't expect more than 5 or 7% of people in Florida to have had it, maybe up to 10%. 
depending on the surveys. What's much more important urgently is to know who has the virus now and can spread it to other people. That is the priority. Admiral Bredger was with us on Jacksonville's Morning News as it's younger and maybe more healthy individuals who are uh, testing positive for the virus. What does that mean to hospitalizations in the next few weeks and ultimately the mortality rate? We've seen those lag behind before. What are the expectations that you're hearing and setting for us in Florida? So we know that with the younger crowd being infected, their hospitalization and mortality rate will be much lower. So we are seeing a bump in hospitalizations and a slight bump in mortality um, that's reflective of the younger age group. Now, the more cases you have, even though the rate's low, that's going to go up. What we're really worried about is that the young people who don't experience much hospitalizations or mortality will eventually spread it to, you know, a person 60 with high blood pressure and obesity. That person's at very high risk of bad outcomes. So we are seeing a bump. I think yesterday, Uh, Across the nation, we had 52,000 people hospitalized with COVID. Um, Our high point was about 85,000. Our low point was about 40,000. So we are seeing that tick up. Not as much as you'd expect if it weren't young people, but it is absolutely ticking up. And it could be a problem in the future. That's why just think July 4th, have COVID stop with you. Wash your hands, maintain physical distance, wear a mask, and you can fix this. And then everybody could be back on the beach in Florida You know, you can watch, you know, great football in the fall, but we're not going to get any of that unless we all act responsibly. You know, the decisions that we're making are all individual decisions. Just yesterday evening, my my wife and I were talking about the reentry of a couple of our kids back into schools. We're being asked right now to make a decision uh, by July 15th on how comfortable we are having our kids go back in the classroom setting as a pediatrician and seeing the number of young cases rise. Again, I'm not maybe as concerned about a nine-year-old who comes down with the virus. I'm more concerned about who she spreads it to. It's an individual decision, but what message can you deliver to the parents who are making these decisions? And ultimately, that comes down to teachers and administrators across our area. Well, it it does come down to what's happening locally and what it looks like in your local community about infections. But I am a pediatric ICU physician, and I'll just say what the American Academy of Pediatrics said uh, just last week. It is vitally important to get our children back in school, and most of that should be physically back in school. Um, Taking your kids out of school not only is is sort of terrible for the family unit and, and doing the things that they need to do, but it, it really hurts child development. Uh, it hurts child nutrition. Um, there's a lot of things that happen. So we really are strongly supportive. And I think there are ways, good ways, to get your kids back in school safely. And I think we should all shoot for that. Now, we got to, con- you know, the best way to assure that is control the outbreak, right? If your rates are very low, you're going to feel really comfortable. And if, But if it's on fire, you're not going to feel very comfortable. So I think there is a safe way to get your children back in school. I'm fully supportive of that. We need to work to that. Lots of recommendations by the CDC this week in the American Academy of Pediatrics. Easy to find and happy to get it to your listeners. 818, we're talking with Assistant Secretary for Health, Admiral Brett Girois. He's coordinating COVID-19 diagnostic testing efforts for the White House Coronavirus Task Force. And as we're now 52 days away from the Republican National Convention and uh, several thousand delegates and media and others who will be in Northeast Florida, is the surge that you talked about in testing in Florida going to be focused around Jacksonville and Northeast Florida ahead of that big event here? Well, I, I'll, I'll be quite quite honest, and this shows you where I live. I didn't even know the Republican convention was in Jacksonville until I was preparing for this show because we've been totally focused on 
um, just where the hot spots are and in, in doing the work. Um, Jacksonville is certainly on the list of, a, of spots that we're looking at because of the uh, high rates of infection, but also because uh, it's uh, among other cities in Texas, Louisiana, and a couple of other states um, is a place where we think surge testing might have a, a great benefit. So it has nothing to do with the convention. Uh, it's really popped out on a list based on our metrics, uh, several potential cities in Florida, Texas, Louisiana, and in other hot spots that we think uh, surge testing could make a difference. As we saw uh, the surge in places like uh, the Northeast and in New York and surrounding metro areas, and now it's made its way to the south and the Sun Belt and out west, is there a next layer to the country that we see over the next several months where we should be preparing for that next surge? Or family who lives in the Midwest, for example? Well, you know, we live in an interconnected society. Um, and as long as we're mobile and free, which I hope we always are, uh, outbreaks anywhere are really a threat everywhere. So nobody's immune. You know, it could get back to New York. It could get back to Washington, New Jersey, all these places, because even in the highest hit areas, probably only 20 percent of the people are immune. And in order to have good herd immunity, we're probably going to need 70 or 80 percent of people to either have had the infection or, God willing, have the vaccine, which is what our what we want to do. So there's still lots of people everywhere who could still get sick which is why it's up to us. It really is, like your mayor said, government can't fix this. We could supply money. We can supply testing materials, technical assistance. You know, it's not being thrown to the state. We work with your states every single day. But ultimately, it comes down to personal responsibility. Until we have a vaccine, the best thing you could do is physically distance, wear a mask, wash your hands, act responsibly. It's still possible to say happy birthday to our great nation and still act responsibly. And I hope all your listeners do that. What data gives you the most confidence right now? What data gives me the most confidence? Well, uh, what gives me the most confidence is that although we're having outbreaks in several states and they're significant, uh, the great, great, great majority of counties have a very low infection rate and are doing really, really well. Um, the second thing that gives me confidence is that uh, as far as we can tell, and this is another political issue, it's not so much reopening that seems to be associated with the infections, it's personal behavior. We have places that are reopening where the rates are very, very low, and we have places that are not reopened where the rates are very, very high. The common denominator is what you as an individual do in your role in this. And no one wants to be part of the dynamics of this pandemic. You know, I can't imagine any 25-year-old um, thinks having a few beers with your friends is more important than having thousands of people die, right? That's just not the way we are as Americans. So just realize you can think you're healthy, but still carry the virus and spread it to other people. So please act responsibly. Admiral, we're, appreciate we're all counting on you. We really are. I appreciate your service, Admiral, to our country uh, through the years, uh, through uh, uh, many uh, challenging times, not the least of which we are living through right now. We'll stay in close contact. Admiral Brett Girwa, who is coordinating COVID-19 diagnostic testing efforts, Assistant Secretary for Health, uh, and, and we'll continue to keep you up to date on those the surge of testing that will ultimately be coming in Jacksonville, Northeast Florida, and the rest of our state. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.